Guess who just got back from Coachella? Me. Yep. Coachella. Just got back yesterday. As you can hear, my body is still feeling the effects of the weekend. I had a great weekend. I had a lot of fun. I walked a lot. I danced a lot. I sang a lot. I drank a lot of tequila. It was a great weekend, though. I felt like everything went pretty smoothly. I wore comfortable clothing this year, so I didn't have any fashion inconveniences. I really took it slow with the tequila this weekend. You know, I was drinking slowly and steadily throughout the day at a pace that really kept me, you know, at a reasonable place. That should be the new saying for drinking. Good pace, good place. Somebody put that on a t-shirt and sell it directly to me. It was a great weekend. This episode is presented by Haagen-Dazs. It's love at first bite with the new Haagen-Dazs Dulce de Leche bar featuring rich caramel Dulce de Leche ice cream swirled with thick, milky Dulce de Leche ribbons and dipped in milk chocolate. Indulgent? Yes. The perfect way to treat yourself? Absolutely. Find at retailers nationwide. That's Dawes. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try opening moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Bi. It's Wonder Water. So I was wondering, what made Bi so great? And it's actually pretty simple. Bi is infused with antioxidants. And whatever flavor you're picking up, for me, it has to be Bi Raspberry Lemon Lime by Sydney Sweeney. You'll also find that it has electrolytes and no artificial sweeteners. So for flavorful hydration, choose Bi. It's Wonder Water. Learn more about Bi and discover all the exotic, bold flavors at drinkbi.com. If you don't know what Coachella is, it is probably one of the biggest music festivals in America, if not the biggest. And it's where the biggest musicians perform, all in one place, all under one roof, although it's an outdoor event, but whatever. Coachella is a moment for fashion. People plan their Coachella outfits for months in advance. It's a moment for celebrity drama headlines. There are celebrities everywhere at Coachella, all doing things that warrant headlines, apparently. It's a big moment every year. And some people refuse to partake in, in, the, in the Coachella of it all. And some people live for it. I'm one of the people who fall somewhere in the middle. You know, I don't want to put up with some of the bullshit, but I will definitely put up with a decent amount of the bullshit. I've gone four times, and it's just one of those things that I refuse to miss. Every time it comes around, I'm like, I can't miss it. And the thing is, Coachella's not easy. The weather is challenging because it's in a desert. You know, it's really hot during the day, really cold at night. It takes a huge toll on your body. You get dehydrated. Your body gets sore. You get all cut up and blistered up, sunburnt if you're not careful. It's expensive to go. It's a challenging experience. But yet, I just can't miss it. I can't miss it. Every year, I can't miss it. But today, I specifically wanted to talk about Coachella fashion, because although music is the number one priority, fashion seems to be the number two priority. The last five or six or maybe even seven years have 
really shown Coachella to be this hot spot for fashion moments every year. You know, if you pull up Vogue.com or Harper'sBazaar.com or any fashion magazine's website during Coachella season, you're going to see article after article about Coachella fashion. It's undeniably a fashion moment that is recognized by even the largest fashion magazines and fashion brands. And the interesting thing about Coachella and music festivals in general is that there's sort of no dress code. And I think that's why music festivals tend to be exciting for people when it comes to expressing themselves through fashion because there is no dress code. You can show up to a festival almost completely naked and you'll be led inside. There's no dress code. You can show up to Coachella or a music festival in a full morph suit and you'll be allowed inside. I think the only rule is you can't be completely nude, but you can be really damn close and you can still get in. And I feel like this lack of dress code combined with this mass of people all in one place makes it this perfect moment to express yourself with clothing in a really unique way. The first few times I went to Coachella, the fashion was taken very seriously. I remember people getting custom looks made by designers, like custom looks, getting custom looks made for Coachella. I remember really extreme costume-esque looks that looked incredibly uncomfortable being worn to the festival. I remember a lot of intricate details and just looks that seem high effort. That was sort of the standard the first few years that I went. And then last year, there was sort of a shift. All of the A-list celebrities were dressing casual and everyone was like, wait a minute, what? We're dressing casual now? We're wearing jeans and a t-shirt? What the fuck happened? Like everyone was wearing custom looks, these incredibly intricate looks, these looks that look like costumes. And now all of a sudden, the A-list celebrities, who are arguably the trendsetters for some, are now wearing casual outfits. What the fuck is going on? And I think it kind of made people ponder for a second, wait a minute, what have we all been doing? Has Coachella fashion gone too far to a point that is kind of ridiculous? And so now I think Coachella fashion doesn't have as obvious of an identity anymore because it used to be this moment where you take it to the max. And now it's kind of up to you. It, it's like there is no right way to do Coachella anymore. It used to be that the right way was to go all out. And ever since last year, there's sort of been question marks around what Coachella fashion is anymore. I think people were shocked to see the A-list celebrities not putting effort in because not only was it unusual, but also it made them seem cooler in a way. You know, there's something about seeing someone dressed casually, not giving a fuck, next to somebody who spent 50 hours in total working on their Coachella look. It makes the person who put effort in kind of look like they're trying too hard in a way, which I don't think is the proper analysis by any means. I don't think that's fair to the person who put effort into their outfit. But whether or not it's fair, it's kind of true. You know, when someone comes in looking casual, it does make the person who tried look kind of like a tryhard in a way, right? And so I think this was sort of earth-shattering for the Coachella community. But I think it actually makes sense because 
we're kind of coming out of this age of maximalism. You know, if you think back at 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, you think of people doing the most in every category. Okay, it was trendy to like flex online, have like iced out watches, wear a bunch of designer clothes with logos everywhere, wear the most extreme outfit to Coachella possible. That was sort of what was trending on social media between 2016 and maybe 2019. And then COVID happened and there was this major shift away from this sort of maximalist lifestyle. People flexing their expensive shit, you know, people putting a bunch of time and money into things that I guess technically don't really matter, like a Coachella outfit. You know, I think there was sort of this shift where that became not cool anymore. That wasn't celebrated on the internet anymore. That wasn't celebrated in society as much anymore. And there was a shift towards maybe a level of humility and maybe a level of signaling better values. Maybe? The point of what I'm trying to say is, I think not trying, I'm putting my fingers in finger quotes, not trying is kind of trendy right now, you know? Sort of as a result of this fatigue around maximalism. And I think when it comes to Coachella more specifically, it does seem kind of cool in a way to not try and to just wear whatever. It does seem kind of cool. It's like, wow, they're so comfortable in who they are that they don't even have to dress up for Coachella, which is this moment that happens every year that people utilize to express themselves. And on top of that, it's like, oh, they're so cool that they're prioritizing their comfort over, you know, trying to look good on Instagram or whatever and at the festival in general. I do think it's cool that dressing casually at Coachella is becoming sort of a trend because before it was like, oh my God, you're underdressed if you were casual. But now it's like, oh, it's actually kind of cool to be casual at Coachella. So I guess that's kind of a good thing. But what I don't like about it is that it sort of makes dressing up for Coachella seem outdated or 2000 and late. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like that because I think two things can be true at once. It can be cool to dress casually at Coachella, but it can also be cool to get dressed up for Coachella if that's what you want to fucking do. I feel like a New Yorker right now with my raspy voice. You can dress up, but you don't have to dress up. It's whatever you want to fucking do. But I, I still think it can be cool to put effort in. You know, I understand the excitement around having something to get dressed up for, and Coachella is definitely that. This year, I had fun picking out my outfits for Coachella. Like, I made a mood board, and I sent it to my stylist, and we worked together to create fun looks. Why? Because it's fun. You know, I mean, obviously, we went a really comfortable route this year. I wouldn't consider myself to be very dressed up, to be honest, but we wanted to have fun with it. And it was just something fun to do. You know, we weren't thinking about how good it was going to look on Instagram or whatever. We just thought of it as a project. And my stylist and I just have fun doing the shit. So it's almost like a little side hobby for us. We love it. And it was fun to work on it. Find cool vintage pieces and make a mood board and try on a bunch of stuff together and hang out. You know, it's fun. So I understand the fun that can come with planning out your outfits for Coachella. Although I do sort of understand the people who are like, no, I think dressing up for Coachella is cringe. Because Coachella is a mundane sort of event. You know, it's not like a wedding. It's not like your 16th birthday party. It's not something that only happens once in your life or maybe twice if you get remarried. It's not something that only happens approximately once in your life. 
But something like Coachella is much more mundane. It's something that happens every year. It doesn't have that sacred feeling. And so I can understand people sort of cringing at people trying really hard, trying to have the perfect outfit for Coachella when it's like, okay, but it's just Coachella. I get it. But also some people like to have an excuse to get dressed up. I think it really just depends on what the person's motive is when they're getting dressed up. You know, are they getting dressed up because it's fun for them and they like to express themselves with clothes and they don't get to all the time because maybe they don't go out a lot or maybe they have to wear a uniform for their school or job and this is their moment that they get to kind of express themselves. You know, I think that's cool. But if they're getting all dressed up and doing the whole thing because they're like, I want to get a lot of likes on Instagram or I want people at the festival to... I don't know, like want to take my a photo of my outfit or something. I don't know. If it's for maybe a more narcissistic reason, I guess, like it's rooted in wanting praise and attention and wanting to be the best dressed and whatever, then I could see that being maybe more cringe. But at the end of the day, it's like, just let people wear what they want to wear. You know, you don't have to like it. There's no right or wrong way to do Coachella fashion. It's all about doing it your own way. This year, my approach was having fun with things that I don't normally get to wear, like short shorts and kind of interesting crossbody bags and like, you know, utilitarian belts and like stuff that I normally don't get to wear, but I enjoy. I think I kind of had a perfect balance this year where I got to play around with trends I don't normally get to enjoy while still being comfortable. I felt like I was pretty casual, but I was also not just wearing a pair of denim shorts and a t-shirt. You know, I was, I was still putting a little effort in, you know, I mean, I did, I put effort in for sure. I will not deny that I did. And I did also post them on Instagram. Why? Because I fuck it. I don't know. Because I felt like it. Because I felt like it. It wasn't like, oh, I'm dressing up just to post it on Instagram. But I also did post it on Instagram. Because I was like, listen, might as well post it on Instagram. Come on. Might as well post it on Instagram. But it wasn't like, oh, I have to get dressed up because I have to post it on Instagram. Like I would have been happy not posting it on Instagram either. It wasn't a priority. But it was more like, oh, might as well. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. When you're feeling down, sometimes it's good to be alone. But talking can also be a big help. Keeping everything bottled up is not great for your health. It would cause me a lot of stress and anxiety. It's almost like, I use this metaphor a lot, but it's almost like carrying a backpack around. And when you have stuff bottled up, it gets added to the backpack. And when you talk about it, you get to take it out of the backpack. Now the backpack's a little bit lighter. Once I got older and I learned how to communicate, I never stopped because I like having an empty backpack. It just feels better and my quality of life is better. When you need to talk and need a safe space, I highly recommend therapy. It's a great way to work through whatever's bothering you in a judgment-free place. There's something really special about having a resource to talk to that is not involved in your life on a personal level. So if you want to give therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, and flexible. It's also easy to get started. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash anything today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash anything. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Dating can be exhausting. Even just getting to the dating stage is a little bit overwhelming. You know, I'm not somebody who loves casually dating. I like to be in a relationship. Finding somebody you're attracted to is challenging enough, but then making sure that you're compatible is a whole other challenge. Well, Bumble is helping take some of the pressure off. Now you can make the first move or not. It's entirely up to you. Thanks to Bumble's new feature, Opening Moves. It's a simple way to start conversations. Just choose a question and let your matches reply to kick off the chat. Try Opening Moves on the new Bumble. Download Bumble now. So now I want to discuss some of the popular Coachella trends that I've seen over the years. Because Coachella has a very 
distinct fashion footprint. There's a specific set of trends that thrive at Coachella. The first trend I want to discuss is cowboy gone hot. So this is, you know, metallic cowboy boots and a rhinestone cowboy hat. Cowboy gone hot. This to me is very trendy. This is not timeless to me. I feel like this is something that we're going to look back on in 20 years and cringe a little bit at because it is sort of goofy. You know, it's a little silly. I feel like when I think of cowboys, I think of this sort of Western, classic, timeless edge that is actually really cool to me and I and I appreciate and love very much. And then when you take it and sort of turn it into glam cowboy, it's like it's so ironic, you know, that it's impossible for it to be timeless by any means. It's very trendy because classic cowboy is so distinct and kind of refined in a way. And I think making something metallic or bright colored or rhinestoned immediately makes it sort of a gimmick, right? It makes it feel sort of like you went to Party City and just got like a cheap, silly sort of rhinestoned, bright colored cowboy hat. But although I see those flaws in this trend, I also understand the trend. Coachella is a festival that happens in the desert. You just think of cowboys out there doing their thing a hundred years ago. And so this idea of modernizing the cowboy and adding bright colors and rhinestones and glitter and all of this to make it sort of modern music festival hot vibe. It makes sense to me. But to be honest, it's not something I'm a big fan of. Like, it's not something I would ever wear. It does seem a little gimmicky to me, but I also understand it. And when I see people rocking it, I'm not judging because I get it, but it's not something I would ever do. And on top of that, I think it's on its way out. Like, I think Coachella 2025, it's going to be not cool anymore. You know, I don't think we're going to be seeing any assless chaps at Coachella 2025. And if we do see that, it's going to be frowned upon. Whether that's fair or not, I'm just speaking for society here. I don't think society is going to be widely approving of Cowboy Gone Hot in a few years. I think it's just not going to be cool anymore. Next, we have the classic Coachella boho sundress, fringe boots, fringe fringe jacket, flower crown, western belt, floral patterned vibe. This is like the original Coachella vibe. When you look back to like 2014, 2015, 2016, this was the overwhelmingly popular trend of the time. This sort of boho chic vibe. Okay. I really I'm I'm going to be fully honest, I don't like the trend personally. It feels overdone for one. You know, I feel like it did its thing in 2014, 2015, 2016. And I feel like now it's over. I'm over it. It had such a strong moment during those years that now whenever I see it, I'm like, come on. Again? Are we really doing this again? How are we still doing this? Still. I think that there are ways to do sort of a boho chic vibe that are more modern and more timeless maybe, you know, like taking elements from the boho chic and sort of choosing the best from it and making it into a cool look. I think that that's very much possible. But I think 
the classic over-the-top boho chic that is sort of the staple for Coachella comes off to me as more of a costume in a way that I don't like for some reason. I think that there are a lot of beautiful micro-trends underneath the umbrella of the boho chic. But I just think the way that people do it can sometimes just feel sort of corny to me. Like it just seems like a costume to me. I, I think I would enjoy the trend if it was done well. I sound like such a snob and an asshole right now. If people were to take it and do it well, actually find cool vintage pieces and do the sort of boho vibe, like maybe it could work, but it usually just ends up looking like a 70s Halloween costume. I don't know. I don't know. I've just never been into it. But I think it could be done right. I do. But usually it isn't. And that's why I'm saying I don't like it. Next we have full futuristic vibes. Okay? Alien vibes. UFO vibes. Full metallic looks. A bunch of metal details. A bunch of sharp angular details. Apocalypse vibes. You know, like cargo pants with like a shiny green top and like big goggles and you know what I'm saying? Like futuristic, apocalyptic alien vibe. <laughs> I actually like this. There's something fun about the idea of kind of taking a dystopian approach to a deserty music festival. Like it just makes sense to me. When I think of the desert, I think of aliens because of Area 51, you know? When I think of the desert, I think of apocalyptic movies like, I don't know. I don't know if Mad Max is like an apocalyptic movie, but it's sort of that aesthetic. I don't know. I just think it makes sense to me. It's interesting to look at too. Like my brain feels stimulated by this trend. Obviously, there are times when it's done in a way that I don't maybe like or I wouldn't wear myself. But I've kind of leaned into this sort of trend for Coachella. It definitely has a cool vibe to it. It definitely is an edgy vibe to it. It feels very modern, but in a way that I think is unique actually to our current time. You know, I don't think we've seen that sort of futuristic, apocalyptic style in history in the way that we're seeing it now, which I really think is cool. I mean, there's probably been iterations of it, but I think there's something really unique about the way it's being done today. And it's working. You know, I've seen a lot of designers recently playing around with this sort of vibe. And I don't know, I find it intriguing, actually. I also think it even has the potential to be kind of timeless. I don't know if we're going to look back at that and cringe. I think we're going to look back at that and say, yeah, that was cool. I don't foresee that ever being cringe. There's also a lot of things you can do with it. You can go metallic. You can go cargo shorts and pants and goggles. You can go super tight clothing. You can go super loose clothing. There's so much you can do with this trend. So I really appreciate the futuristic vibe at Coachella. I'm into it. And I've even leaned into it a little bit. Next, we have over-the-top accessories. People wearing leg warmers and hand warmers and crazy scarves with, you know, intense layering all over, major layering and accessorizing. That's the next trend. Now, I know this is so broad. It's like, Emma, that could mean anything. But I think this trend really reflects where we were in fashion in 2021, 2022, sort of 2023, maybe. I don't know. I think it's kind of on its way out. But 2021 and 2022, to me, 
we're all about maximalism when it comes to wearing as many pieces and things as you possibly can fit on your body. Major layering, major accessorizing, and doing it over the top. I like this trend sometimes, but a lot of times I don't like this trend because sometimes to me it sort of feels discombobulated and overwhelming and and sort of unnecessary. I understand the desire to wear something unique. And I think one of the best ways that you can be unique is by styling yourself in a way that is almost impossible to replicate. And if you're layering and accessorizing to the max, every time you add another accessory, you're making it harder to be replicated because you're adding a layer of complexity to the outfit. So I do understand the appeal of intense layering and accessorizing. But at the same time, it does feel confusing to the person who's perceiving the outfit at times because it can very easily be taken too far into a point where the outfit just feels like a bunch of random things put together that don't make sense together. And by the way, as long as it makes sense to the person wearing it, who gives a fuck? But I'm just saying my opinion because I, well, because I want to. But I'm, you know, I'm not judging anyone who does this or saying that like they have bad taste or that their outfit doesn't make sense. I'm just saying it can feel like it doesn't make sense to the person perceiving it. Maybe it makes sense to them. And in that case, it I guess it does make sense to an extent. But there are times when it cannot make sense to the person looking at it. It's like, what even is the vision here? Like I can't really, this just feels like a whole lot of everything, yet nothing all at once. And I think it can at times feel over the top and for what? It can just be confusing. But I think there are times when it it can be done really well and it creates a really unique look that is exciting and fun to look at and hopefully fun to wear for the person wearing it. So I would say I'm kind of 50-50 on this trend. Personally, I'm fatigued by it. The over-the-top accessorizing and layering, et cetera. But I also think that there are times when it can be done really well. And so for that reason, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Next, we have sequins, studs, and rhinestones galore. Coachella is all about glistening in the sunlight, okay? You got to be glittery. You got to be shiny. You got to be shimmery. You don't have to. You don't got to, actually. Sorry, let me correct myself. You don't have to, but a lot of people really want to. God, I'm being really negative today because I'm about to insult this too. Oh my God, why am I Why am I being so negative? No, I'm not being negative. I'm just being critical. You know, I don't think it's being negative. Anyway, I'll be honest. I'm not the biggest fan of sequins, studs, and rhinestones galore. It just looks sort of gimmicky to me. Again, I'm using the word gimmicky again. It looks ultra trendy. It can even at times look cheap, even if the piece itself is maybe expensive or even designer. But there, so often it just looks, I don't know, sort of boring to me, maybe. I don't know. I tend to prefer a more timeless way to shimmer. Like maybe wearing something that's latex, although that'd be so fucking uncomfortable at Coachella. Latex sort of shimmers in the light. And I don't know, I think using latex could be interesting. Or yeah, wearing some sort of plasticky kind of material. I think that sort of shimmer is cool. Or even wearing something metallic could look cool. But sequins and in glitter and studs and rhinestones. I don't know. It just, it rarely looks high quality and good, even when it is. And I just think that there's more interesting ways to glitter in the Coachella lasers that come out of the stage. Because I, I understand the desire to be glittery and shimmery. There are all these lights booming from the stage, jetting out from the stage. And 
when the light hits your shimmery outfit, it's fun when it reflects and it looks cool and you look like a glittery alien while you dance in the crowd. And I totally get that. But I just, I think it's very hard to make it look good. A lot of times it just looks like like a Halloween costume. And so that's sort of my my complaint. But I, I will also say, as with all these other things, there are ways to make it cool. And I think making it cool is about owning it and sort of doing it your own way or just wearing it with confidence and being like, no, fuck you, Emma. This is cool. And in that case, you know, what can I say? But I'm just not that into it uh, personally. It's very trendy. And I think we'll look back at it and be like, eh, this, this, eh, this isn't that cool. Next, we have major platform boots. Okay, I've worn major platform boots to Coachella before, and I will tell you, it is so fucking uncomfortable. It is so uncomfortable. It's, you can't walk. And when you're at Coachella, you're walking all day. I'm talking about 20,000 steps a day. It is so hard to walk in mega platform boots, yet a lot of people do it, and I've actually done it, and I've regretted it. I think they look really cool. I will say that. I think they look cool. They add some height to you, which can be helpful when you're trying to watch a show or a performance. And I think they sort of add this intensity to the outfit. They're kind of major. They're sort of a statement shoe. And I feel like it's rare to see a statement shoe. You know, usually shoes are the last thing you think about when it comes to an outfit. You know, you're looking at the pants, you're looking at the top, the jewelry that's around the face, and the shoes are sort of the last thing that gets your attention. But when you're wearing a platform boot, it's like, whoa, that's the statement, you know? And it makes you feel tall and confident and cool. So I like a platform boot, but I think for Coachella, it can be tough because you're walking all day and it's like, ouch. A lot of times... A fresh new pair of boots will give you a blister. You know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows wearing platform boots to Coachella, but I think it looks cool. And so I'll give that trend that. Next we have the full rave vibe. It's so hard to explain like rave style clothing, but I'll try my best. I feel like the sort of rave aesthetic is very particular. You know, it usually includes showing a lot of skin, very, very small outfits, <laughs> small meaning like not a lot of fabric. You know, usually it's platform boots. Usually it's very colorful. Usually it includes a lot of metallic fabrics, a lot of rhinestones, a lot of glitter, a lot of sequins, a lot of use of sort of different um, characters, if you will, like unicorns or stars or galaxies or aliens. There's sometimes like bright colored fur details. There's psychedelic patterns and that's sort of the rave vibe. Personally, it's something I would never gravitate towards, but I also feel like it's sort of a community of, it's like People who are really into music festivals and raves and this stuff, they have their own sort of style and they have their own sort of aesthetic. And it's so recognizable and specific that I I honestly, I can't even criticize it. Or like, there's something about it where it's like, you know what? That's their thing. Like that is the rave thing. And who am I to judge? You know, I don't go to raves I don't listen to that type of music. I'm just, I'm not, I'm so far away from that sort of world that it's like, I don't even know what to say about it. It just sort of is what it is. And I can, I can say that I think it's a little trendy and a little gimmicky and, you know, it might be something that even the people wearing it will cringe at later. But at the same time, it's, it's so specific and it's such a niche, you know, that I just kind of want to leave it be. And, and say, you know what? Do your rave thing. And you know what else I've noticed? The people who 
tend to wear this sort of style and aesthetic are really proud of it and into it. And there's like a level of confidence that I feel like is consistent. They're clearly there like in their uniform. It's like they're there in their their rave uniform. Like this is like them going into battle in their uniform. I, I can't even explain it, but that's why I can't say anything about it. This episode is brought to you by Purina. As the owner of two cats, I totally understand the healing power of pets. And so does Purina, which is why they're addressing the youth mental health crisis by making pet therapy more accessible. Research shows that pet therapy can help reduce stress, anxiety, and depression, as well as boost self-confidence. So to help ensure there's a therapy dog available for any kid who needs it, Purina is helping get more certified, starting with their employees' pets. To learn more, visit Purina.com slash mental health. This episode is brought to you by Colgate Optic White. Their overnight whitening pen gives you visibly whiter teeth in just seven days when used as directed. Just popping the pen into your night routine will have you waking up with that perfect teeth vibe without even trying. I drink a lot of coffee. I drink a little bit of red wine. Listen, my teeth are stained a little bit, okay? And so little tools and tricks that I can add into my routine that make me feel more confident really help in front of the camera and just in my normal life. It's a great way to give yourself an extra confidence boost and live life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Next, we have complicated strappy outfits. Super intricate strappy outfits. Things with a bunch of cutouts. Things with a bunch of strings that tie all over. I like this. I mean, I think this is fun because at Coachella, it's warm. You know, the weather is warm. And so you don't have a lot of room to layer and to add dimension to your outfit in that way. So I think the complexity of a complicated, strappy sort of outfit can allow you to have a more interesting fashion moment without getting sweaty, right? Because you still have skin showing. You're still, it's still very breathable, but yet it's complex. You know, the use of cutouts can be so beautiful and the use of strappy different ties and all these different things can be really beautiful as well. And I've seen it done well many times and I'm into it. The only complaint I have is that it can be really hard to wear something like that to Coachella because every time you have to go pee, there's a chance that you might have to start untying shit. And when you dance too hard, something might fall out. Could be a nipple, could be a butt cheek, who knows. But that's my only complaint is that it might not be the most convenient thing to wear, but I think it can be really cool and it can look really cool. And I think it can really showcase a complicated, intricate design in a way that feels somewhat functional for a festival in terms of breathability. Next, we have bandanas. Bandanas are like a Coachella staple. And they kind of stem from the sort of cowboy aesthetic. Personally, I don't really like a colored bandana. Like, I don't like a pink bandana or a green bandana. I like a classic red bandana. They are so classic that whenever I see one, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense to me. Like, I'm, I'm into it. I get it. I love it. Whatever. I think it can be sort of corny sometimes to overdo the bandana thing just because it's already been done a lot and it's the trend is sort of played out. I think it can be kind of meh to do like a colored bandana that matches your outfit. But I guess the argument is, you know, bandanas are actually a useful accessory at Coachella because there's all this dust flying around. And so tying a bandana around you know, your face can help protect you from the dust. And maybe a red bandana doesn't match your outfit. And so you need to get one that's kind of a fun color. I guess I get it. I guess I get it. You know what? I can't say shit about it because it's a functional accessory. So, you know, bandanas as an accessory, I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to say my favorite is a classic red bandana. I don't think you can go wrong with that. But I think what is a little bit played out is 
sort of using bandanas as like, like bandana. Okay. So like taking a skirt and like turning it into a bandana skirt or taking a top and turning it into like a bandana top with that classic bandana pattern. That to me, I'm over it a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm a little over it. I think it's just sort of been done so much that I just can't handle it anymore. But bandanas as a simple accessory, I'm going to leave it alone because it is functional. And I'm always a fan of things that are functional. If it's functional, I can't say shit about it. Next, we have fanny packs. Fanny packs at Coachella, I'm sorry. People can say what they want. Incredibly functional. Incredibly functional. And I'll tell you why. Because when you're at a festival and you're walking around all day and you have all your valuable stuff in your bag, you don't want that bag on your back. Why? Because when you're in a crowd, someone can open up your backpack and take things out of it and steal things. And that happens all the time at Coachella. So I only wear bags that are on the front of my body. So a fanny pack, a crossbody bag, something like that. Because I refuse to have anything stolen from me at Coachella. Okay. I'm not doing that. It's too, that would be too much of a nightmare. So I'm full fanny pack fan. I prefer a sort of fanny pack that can be slinged across your body rather than around your waist. I think it just, I like the look of it better. Um, it looks less like gr your granddad going to Orlando, Florida to go to Disney World. It looks a little bit more edgy and interesting and more like a utilitarian sort of crossbody bag, I, you know. Overall, I'm team fanny pack because it's incredibly useful and it's safer for your belongings. And for that reason, I am in full support of fanny packs at Coachella. Next, we have matching sets. You see a lot of people wearing matching sets to Coachella, like a matching pair of shorts with a top, a matching skirt with a top, you know, a lot of classic matching sets. Now, I know it's like, it's such a popular thing in general that it is kind of ridiculous for me to even bring it up, but I feel like matching sets have a real moment at Coachella. And I understand why, because it's so much easier to create a cohesive outfit when you're starting with a matching set, right? Your baseline outfit matches already, your pants and your top. And then you can just go from there and accessorize from there. And it's so much easier to create a cohesive outfit. And so for that reason, I'm into a matching set for Coachella. It's convenient from a styling standpoint. You know, if you want to have a really cool outfit, but you're just kind of overwhelmed and you don't know where to start, starting with a matching set could already get you halfway there just by nature. You know, you could have a little bit more fun with the accessorizing because you, you put a little bit less thought into making sure your top and bottom matched, right? It's like a fast pass to a cohesive outfit. And there's a level of convenience there that I really appreciate. And I, I honestly think being a little matchy-matchy never hurt anyone. I like being matchy-matchy sometimes. When it comes to the color scheme of an outfit that I'm wearing or the fabrics that I'm wearing, I tend to lean more matchy-matchy, I would say. It actually probably holds me back sometimes when it comes to getting dressed in the morning because I am so picky about that. But that's why I appreciate a matching set because it just gets you there immediately. So I don't know. I'm into a matching set. I don't think you'll ever regret it. I mean, depending on what the matching set looks like. If it is something, I'm not saying I like every matching set, but I think the concept as a whole is great cannot complain. Next, we have custom outfits. Now, this I feel like is exclusive to celebrities who go to Coachella less than someone who's not getting their photo taken, I guess, as much at Coachella. Like celebrities are often very much photographed at Coachella, whether it's at after parties or brand events, you know, like brand collaborations. A lot of people do brand deals at Coachella get their photo taken a lot, et cetera. So a lot of celebrities or influencers get custom outfits made so that they can stand out, do something different, and look presentable for 
photos. Whereas I feel like someone who's just going to Coachella for fun and to express themselves is not necessarily going to feel the need to go out and get a custom outfit done because it's expensive and it's a lot of work. I don't know. You get what I'm saying. I'm on the fence about custom outfits because like I think that they can look cool. Don't get me wrong. But I also think that they can – I've seen a lot of custom looks that I really don't like. I also think – okay, here's here's what I'm going to say about a custom look. You know what I think would be cooler would be to go and find a bunch of a bunch of vintage pieces that are sort of one of a kind in the sense that there's probably very few people who who have them at this point because they're vintage. They're sort of one of one to an extent, you know, and getting that tailored to fit you. What I like about that is that it's reusing something that's amazing that's already out there. But it just makes a little bit more sense. I don't know. I don't know. The custom outfit thing. I do think that it might be a little much. Unless you're performing. Listen, if you're a performer at Coachella, do whatever you want. That's different. But if you're just attending Coachella, I don't know. A custom outfit, that might be a little bit overkill to me. But I mean, if you really if you really enjoy that process of creating a custom look, fair enough. I mean, who am I to judge? That's definitely a way to guarantee that no one you're not going to have any outfit copycatters. You don't have to risk wearing the same thing as anyone else because you have something that's one of one. I'm, I'm conflicted. But a lot of times custom outfits look really silly because I almost think when people go and put the effort and time and money into getting a custom look done, it's almost like they feel like they really need to make it crazy and unique and different and weird and whatever. And then sometimes I feel like it might get taken a little too far. And it's like, wait a minute, what even is going on? This is so silly. Like it can almost feel silly. I don't know how to put a finger on it, but the word, the only word I can think of is silly. Okay. Custom looks can end up feeling silly. And that is my only concern. Actually, it's not my only concern, but that is one of my concerns. So I don't know. I think a custom look, it's a, it's definitely overkill a little bit, but I also think if somebody's really excited about it and passionate about it, I'm not judging. Next, we have complicated hair and makeup. A bunch of braids, a bunch of face jewels and, you know, all of this like crazy glitter everywhere, or glitter in the hair, all of this. I think that this is fun. And a lot of times it's relatively comfortable, right? Like, Doing your hair and makeup in a way that's really intricate and maybe even time-consuming doesn't impact your comfort at the festival for the most part. I mean, if you do like a super tight ponytail or something maybe, or you have a bunch of gems all over your face and it's kind of heavy or like stiff or uncomfortable, maybe. But for the most part, I think this trend is just fun and it's not getting in the way of your functioning at the festival. And I think it can be a really fun way to express yourself and accessorize. And so I'm into this. I I will say I'm not a big fan of the big face gems all over. I think what I'm more excited about is like a really cool eye look and a really cool lip color, you know, like using eyeshadow and maybe a few little tiny gems and maybe a really cool holographic sort of eyeshadow. Like that's really cool to me. Um, Doing a really cool hairstyle with like a lot of volume and maybe adding a few little cool fluffy braids in there. Like, you know, like a kind of a rougher sort of look with like cool braids or like cool little buns or something. I mean, yeah, I'm into that. I think that's fun. I think it's a great way to accessorize. And I think it's a good excuse to do that because on a day to day, you know, you don't have the time and the energy to do hair and makeup like that. But for something like Coachella, it actually makes a lot of sense. It's an accessory and you have the time to do it, right? Because you have the whole morning before the festival to do that. So you might as well. So I'm into it. I'm into it. Next, we have sheer clothing and mesh. I love sheer clothing and I love mesh. Honestly, I think it looks great and I think it's comfortable. I think it's timeless 
for the most part. I mean, again, all of these things can be done in ways that are cool and ways that are not cool. So it's really hard to put it all under one umbrella, but I'm trying. I think for the most part, sheer clothing and mesh look really fucking cool. And at Coachella, it makes so much sense. It's a breathable fabric. There are so many things that can be done with it. And it looks chic, like a cool mesh skirt with a cute bikini bottom under it and maybe a cool mesh top with a bikini top under it. It allows for simple yet effective layering. It can look really sophisticated and intricate and interesting without it being complicated. You know, it's like much easier to wear than something that's very strappy, for example. But yet it gives a similar effect at times. I love it. I think it's great. Next, we have rompers slash overalls slash full body suits. I actually wore one last year. I wore a sort of full body suit slash romper because it was like shorts. But the word romper has a bad, I don't know. It doesn't always, display. I don't know if that's the right word to describe what I wore, but it was like, a really tight suit that was like a tank top and shorts connected. A romper, I guess. But it wasn't overalls because it was like tight and it wasn't denim. I don't know. I will say, I think a full body suit of some sort is a one-way ticket to an easy outfit, right? Because it's sort of an outfit within itself. You know, it takes away a lot of the thinking. And it can still look really cool and really put together and kind of exciting. And so I think that's great. The only thing is you have to make sure you can take it off easily because when I wore a sort of romper to Coachella, I could not pee in that thing. Oh my God, going pee in that thing. Oh my God. It was a nightmare because it laced up the back. That was the way that it sort of cinched in shut, right? So in order to pee in it, I had to have help. Somebody had to unlace the back of my romper so I could then peel it off and go pee. Oh my God, it was bad. So that's my only concern. But other than that, I think it's a one-way ticket to a cool outfit and it's easy and it takes a lot of the thinking out of it. So I would say I'm into it as long as it's comfortable and peeable and poopable if you need to poop at the festival, which I would say you should avoid. Try to poop before you go. Okay, but whatever. Next, we have all leather outfits. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about real leather. You know, I'm talking about just something that looks like it's an all leather outfit. That could be faux leather, usually is, to be honest, with something that you're wearing to a festival. Because if you're wearing real leather, it's not going to feel so good. It's pretty heavy, pretty sweaty, not a vibe. But something that looks all leather, faux leather. Personally, I love a faux leather look. I also like a full denim look too. I mean, I prefer full leather over full denim from an aesthetic. I don't know. I just do. I think a full leather look looks really edgy and cool. It also sort of shimmers in the light, you know, because it's reflective. It, it kind of has a sort of glisten to it in a way, which I really love. It kind of leans into the sort of cowboy vibe, which I like. You know, I think that that makes sense. And I think it can look really good. And I think it can look really timeless. In conclusion, I'm into it. I think faux leather is better from for many reasons. And I think it's going to be a lot more comfortable as well. But in general, I like the overall look. Next, you have classic Western. So we're talking about the classic red bandana. We're talking about the classic cowboy hat. We're talking about the classic blue jeans or blue shorts. We're talking about the classic cowboy boot. To me, this is timeless. You can't fight it. You can't fight it. You can't hate on it. You can't say shit about it. It's just a classic vibe. And honestly, I think it's cool. I've always thought it was cool. You know, I've always had an appreciation for like the sort of classic, classic Western sort of look. And I prefer it over the kind of cowboy gone hot vibe, the cowboy gone metallic vibe, because it's classic. And there's a lot that you can do with it to sort of make it feel a little bit modern while still 
making it feel classic. So I'm I'm really into the classic cowboy vibe. Next, we have super distressed clothing, things that are super ripped up and, you know, distressed and like almost to a point that's like over the top, right? Sort of pieces of fabric kind of like draped everywhere, or big rips and whatever. I'm not a big fan of this trend in general. I just think it's a little, it can sometimes be a little goofy. But I will say I like it more at Coachella. Like I really, I'm not a big fan of it and in general, but I think at Coachella, I can actually get behind it. It sort of ties into the kind of apocalyptic vibe that I was talking about earlier. And for that reason, I can handle it at Coachella. It makes sense because it's like you're in the desert, you're kind of roughing it out there, you know what I mean? The weather's hot you're getting dirty, you're ripping your clothes, you're you're already ripping your clothes, right? Because you're sort of going through it at the festival, right? It's not this sort of glamorous experience where you're like, I don't know, like sitting in an air-conditioned room in like a pretty dress. No, you're like in the desert, roughing it out, walking for miles, sitting on the floor, bumping into people, bumping into things, getting your clothes destroyed anyway. So it's sort of an ironic take on that, the fact that you're already going to be ruining the clothes that you're wearing. So if you show up with clothes that are already ruined, then you can't go wrong. You know, you'll never have a moment where you're like, oh my God, my shirt ripped. It's like, no, my shirt was already ripped, which I kind of appreciate. That's why I appreciate it at Coachella because it there's sort of a story there that I can appreciate. And yes, it is sort of gimmicky, but I actually enjoy that gimmick because that kind of has a story to it. It's sort of playing to the theme of the festival, which I like, whereas like rhinestones or sort of cowboy gone metallic sexy to me feels like a gimmick in the sense that it's like a costume that mm, there's something about it that just doesn't that feels sort of gimmicky to me in a way that isn't funny or silly or exciting. It's more like, just kind of like, that's the only way I can describe it to me. It's just kind of like, oh. And last but not least, we have neon colors. I really don't like neon colors. Okay, that's all I have for today. (laughs) I know I was being a little bit harsh and a little bit critical, but... Again, teach their own. This is my personal opinion on these trends. And if you love these things and you're like, these things make me happy, they make me smile, don't let me take that away from you, okay? It is your right to wear whatever the fuck you want and to own it and to feel good in it and to not listen to what anyone else has to say. And so don't let my opinion, you know, rain on your parade, right? I, I really, that's not what I want to do here. I personally love hearing other people discuss their opinions on trends because it's just fascinating to me just to hear other people's perspectives, but I never let it dictate what I wear. There are things that I'm obsessed with that people hate, and that's okay because I like it. That's what it's all about. And that's what makes fashion so fun. Like if everyone liked the same things, then there wouldn't be personal expression. And I never look at what someone's wearing and like – judge them as a person based on what they're wearing. I might not like their outfit, but that's just my personal opinion. I don't have to like it. And they are absolutely allowed to love it. And that has nothing to do with them as a person. You know, fashion is very personal to people. And I think actually what makes it fun in a way is that not everyone agrees. And so on that note, (laughs) thank you for listening. Thank you for hanging out with me. I really love and appreciate you all. And it was just so fun to hang out today and and just talk shit about fashion trends for an hour. Tune into Anything Goes every Thursday and every Sunday. Follow Anything Goes on Instagram at Anything Goes or Twitter at AG Podcast. Follow me on Instagram if you want at Emma Chamberlain to keep up with me on a personal level. Check out my coffee company, Chamberlain Coffee. Actually, at Coachella this year, we sort of lightly debuted our new canned drinks, which if you're watching the video version of this episode on Spotify, then you can see me holding up one of the cans right now. I'm drinking the mocha latte flavored. Uh, We have four flavors of canned lattes. We have vanilla, mocha, cinnamon bun, and then classic, like no flavor. 
And they're all vegan, plant-based, dairy-free, gluten-free. They're sweetened with date syrup, um, and they're not very sweet, actually, which I prefer because, I don't know, a lot of the pre-made coffees have a lot of sugar in them, and I just don't actually prefer that flavor. And I love these. I mean, they're fucking amazing. I, I worked so hard on these, like trying to get the flavor as close to what I drink on a daily basis as possible. And we really got to a place that I'm proud of. And I fucking love these. And they were available at Coachella, but they're also available at Walmart. So, you know, everyone who lives near a, a Walmart, go run to your Walmart. They're available at majority of Walmarts. So look online and see if they're available at yours. And you can also get them delivered. So yeah, super exciting. Um, super exciting, super fun. But also just check out Chamberlain Coffee if you want because we have other things. We don't just have cans. We have cans, but we also have coffee beans, matcha, coffee accessories, whatever. <sighs> Sorry, I had to talk about the canned drinks for a second. I had to. Yeah, that's all I have for today. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out. I really love and appreciate all of you. Can't say that enough. And I'll see you in a few days and talk to you soon. Bye.